Thank you for listening to this podcast brought to you by the Center for Christian Music Studies at Baylor University. This podcast was recorded at the 2010 Alleluia Conference. In this session entitled, Creating and Improvising with Preschoolers and Younger Children, Charlotte McElroy urges to become really comfortable with creating spur-of-the-moment songs and singing conversations. Learn how to use easy pentatonic scales and simple chords to convert your young choristers from noisemakers into mini orchestra players. To learn more about the Alleluia Conference, visit us online at www.baylor.edu slash alleluia. I mean, you know, 
know, you put the whole spread out if you're having pancake mixtures. And uh, you'd be considered a pretty sick patient if you just gushed and I had one of these. Well, I feel like that's what we're given a lot by servants' wives. We're given them one day because it's not a bad dish. You know, I like food. I don't want them every day for three meals. I mean, I really think we're serving peas three times a day. Uh, uh, and I'm telling my kids what they say. But that's just three times a day uh, for every day that we live. So I'm saying that, um, and, and we were talking about this at break, you know, we can't just reinforce the practice. I mean, well, I take it back, we can. But how critical is that? How critical is that? And do you know how many churches are doing that? Now, obviously, that's what the adult crops are going to You know, if you've got an adult crying nursery in your little community, you are putting up four pegs of crime to reinforce a practice that's just not there. But hopefully, they've all learned enough, or you're teaching along the way, little bit at a time, so that you can bring those people along. But you're all hearing those years when they don't have the responsibility, you know, the responsibility of a weekly worship uh, leadership while they're And so helping them create and improvise is part of that. And it's really much easier than we would think because all we're going to do today is take some simple exercises and the pentatonic scale and some chords and we're just going to kind of play around and let you be Christian as a younger children. Okay, first of all, boys and girls, <coughs> what body movement is sitting there in your chairs? Uh, what does this make you think of? Clapping. All right, that'll be clapping. So every time you hear that sound, you're going to clap, okay? What does this make you think of? Tapping. Okay, really fast tapping. Now, we're preschoolers. Can we tap? No. No! <laughs> <laughs> we were doing really good until I told you we're preschoolers. What for preschoolers? They might do this thing. Okay. So. Respond to this thing. Now remember, you just have one sound at a time. When you hear this sound, you're going to do what? Clap. When it stops, you stop clapping. Then when you hear this, what are you going to do? Now, boys and girls, is this a loud sound or a soft sound? Soft. Quiet. Quiet. You need to play quiet now. So let's keep that quiet. Now, let's progress that again. When you hear, and I actually want to do this so that the children. <coughs> so let's pretend like you can't see these at all. Let's pretend like I had a something like that. <coughs> now, boys and girls, remember? Once you hear that sound, what do you do? Shut your eyes. Okay? 
This is going to be your assignment. And I want everybody to blow a pretend bubble around themselves. Everybody blow right now. And this is a pretend bubble. And you cannot touch anybody or anything or your bubble will burst. And you will have to sit down. And we have a bubble burst checklist. Yes, we do. To see. And already I can see the bubble burst <laughs> checker is going to be on you. Now, <coughs> all right. All right, now, basically, we're going to do the same thing. Except what I want you to do this time, boys and girls, instead of, instead of just clacking and doing your speech, what moving around the room motion is just going to stand out? Maybe a mark. Okay, that's good. Now, what moving around the room motion is just going to stand out? Oh, maybe a little fast tiptoe. I say fast tiptoe. All right, let's do that. Here we go. Remember, don't touch anybody or anything. In this group, let me see you do it. You're in this group, let me see you do it. Good. Now, this time, you only can move if you hear your sound. Okay? Now, you have to really, really, really put your listening ears on because Ms. Matthews is really going to try to confuse you. So, you know those good old ears God gave you? You better. Perk them up. God gave them to you so you could listen. Here we go. 
make what we gave. Okay, well, they did what we gave. <laughs> And I, I love to do, um, actually this time I made it a little harder because basically I did this kind of wood frame. And I don't usually do that. Generally I would do like one woody sound and one metal sound. And by the way, there are four, five little instruments kind of in groups with three fiddles and one guitar. Really for older children too. And you might just want to drop this down. I'll go through this in the instrument class. You've got little divisions of instruments. By, that go by timbre or sound. You've got woods, metals, shakers, scrapers, and drums. Woods, metals, shakers, scrapers, and drums. Now all of these have to sense a sound and basically all of your percussion instruments can be divided into one of those sounds. So what I start teaching the preschool and younger children to do is to simply go find a wood sounding instrument or a metal sounding instrument. And if you arrange them in the room, I would put woods together, metals together, uh, shakers, scrapers together. And in case you're not following what I'm saying, this, this is essentially a wood sound, even though it's two uh, margarine tubs. And this is so you'll know what I talk about this in this is the, what I call the animal rights version of an old American Indian instrument, Native American. They used to take the chin bone of a deer and the hooves of a deer. And so this is, I like the sound of this. Um, but Remember, we're treading into that. So if they want that to be. 
Blessing experiment with science candles, C I N B R E, whatever. Then we're going to move into um, some of those same things we did on our bodies. We now can put on it. And the pack sound, I might pass out drums. You know, as far as tapping sound, I might pass out metal. It doesn't really matter as long as they know what it is. And so now we begin to play steady beats, and we're really creating harmony. And and, um, and we can play different groups. Are y'all following me? And this is so first experiment with science. And notice what you've done. You've learned your rhythm, your steady beat, and the pentagon on your body. Now your first experiment with instruments or with improvisation and creating types of sounds and moving again, okay? Then you put them together. Then the child takes the instrument and begins to play patterns, like I might take those uh, spotlights out, traffic lights, and I might put one pattern over here for the woods to play, one pattern here for the metals to play, and I will tell you truthfully, now you could not have three groups. Two groups is plenty in preschool. <laughs> If you have a really, really sharp five-year-old choir, sometimes you can go to three groups after Christmas. But, you know, generally, um, you want to keep it two is about enough for them. But, y'all, I'm telling you, preschoolers can do this. I could divide you into woods with a spotlight pattern here, y'all are the metals with a different spotlight pattern here, and they can do it just with a little bit of practice. And think of what's happening. They're reading music, but they're reading their spotlights and their traffic lights. They're doing songs. Okay? Uh, now, I could give them both the same pattern to begin with, couldn't I? I could put four green lights here, four green lights here, and you still hear harmony. Or I could give y'all four green lights, and I could give y'all green, green, red, green. Either way, they can do it. It is just amazing. And then we might add So here again, we're just adding instruments. Now, another thing I might do is just take a scripture verse or a Bible story.
God. Could it be a drum or a metal or a wood? What do you think, Lisa? Drum. You want a drum for God? Okay. How many boys can we have? One, two, three, boys. Okay, I want y'all to all get a drum thing over there, and y'all are going to do God. And in the beginning, I would let them sit together because they would do those. There's two drum drums, and then the other two of you are going to move the clown sign and create a drum. maybe? Little bells or something? Okay. You four ladies on the front, go get you something tinkly. Jingly. <laughs> jingly tinkly. There's some jingly tinkly stuff out here. Okay. So y'all are going to be sky. Anytime I say a number, what sound do y'all want that to be? Any number, like if I say two or six or what sound do we want for that? Pardon? Wood. All of the rest of you go get something wood. Now, boys and girls, I want you to let your instruments rest for a minute and keep them very quiet. And we will Y'all would be sitting in front of yours, and we would have some people kept. We're going to pretend like y'all are younger children, y'all a little bit better. Okay. <clears throat> if I say the word God, the drum people are going to play one big time. God! <laughs> okay. If I say the word sky, y'all are going to just tinkle for a second.
preschooling of the children. Now, what I like about that kind of improvisation <coughs> did it really matter what accent you talked out of? It really did. Although that was a little bit what I was But that's why I love this any kind of rhyme bob or anything because you can go through here and and
They really like it. But um, are y'all following what I'm saying here? I, you know, I, I'm not sure. Don't miss these opportunities to explore science, basically. Is. And by giving them these categories, they don't necessarily have to know that something is a wero or something is a fabasa. You know, in preschool, it really doesn't matter. What are you focusing on? They will have no trouble identifying what an extra-real grade is if they just get this experience out down in Michigan. Now, as we proceed on, I want us to get a little bit more into um, <coughs> that pentatonic and using the pentatonics and letting them get the pentatonics. <coughs> if you'll notice, you have a pen right there. Uh, Um, I love making things functional for church folks. And, you know, I think one of the greatest gifts, you know, and I think that's what Jesus did. You know, he took great, deep theological concepts and through the parables, he made them simple. He made them understandable. So I think the pentatonic has been something that a lot of music folks and church people in particular have been afraid of. They didn't know what it was. So I'm thinking to it to the easiest way in the world, good pentatonic. Basically, key of C. Doesn't matter what key you're in. If you will mark out number four and number seven, you will have a pentatonic scale. You got it? Now, so now you know all your pentatonic scales. You just mark out number four and number seven on each scale. Now that means if whatever we play that's left will sound really good together. You follow me? So let's call out the C pentatonic scale. We've marked out number four and number seven. So what's left? C, D, E, G, A, B. Everybody go get one of those. We've got some hand pumps. We've got resonator bells. We've got boom clackers.
take out four and seven, anything that's left is pentatonic. And if you put the pentatonic scale together, anything you play is pentatonic. Y'all follow me? Okay. Now, there's a lot of um, ways you can use this. As long as you also sing in the pentatonic scale anything you sing. <laughs> <laughs> so I can make up scripture songs using those six notes, right? Five notes, five notes, pent pent five. <laughs> um, and anything pentatonic. Follow me? Okay. So I was going, this is two pitches. Let the word of Christ dwell in you. Anything the children do, and I'm fine. Now, what is the value of this? Younger children and older children are correct in most biblical scriptures. Because if you, I mean, five notes is a lot to work with when you're, you know, a young kid. And then what I'm going to do for you in a minute, let me improvise some more. It's going to free you up to do more for some of the older children. But for right now, I want you to keep singing. Okay, let's go again. <coughs>
graduated out of third grade choir, you're an old children. And everybody be my echo. Ostinato. Ostinato. What are you? What are you? I'm a little pattern. I'm a little pattern. Stubborn too. Stubborn too. So an ostinato is a stubborn little pattern that just goes on and on and on and on. Aka, it could be like everybody understand what a little ostinato is? I want each of you to make up your own little ostinato and your instrument. I'm giving you one minute. Go. You can play.
Thompson, I feel in that spine. Ta, KT, ta, ta. Y'all were going ta, 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 ta. Good job, Christine. They are probably younger children. They had two eighth notes. Ta, ta, ta. Right, now, y'all right? Go. We're going to say Okay, that's fine. Okay, go. Yours is a chant. Yay. Love it. Okay. They are. Okay. All right. Now, back here, what have y'all got? Doesn't really matter. Just go with it. Perfect. Now, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to point to the group, and we're going to follow now, so you have to be ready to come in at any point. And then I might point the two groups together. You got it? <laughs> All right, here we go. One, two, ready, go. Now, I'm letting it do it four times because that's what it takes to establish something. So keep going. Don't stop. Four groups together. All right. And y'all watch. We need to keep with the rhythm here. One, two, three, four. All right, here we go. We'll start with y'all this time. One. And once you start, don't stop. One, two, ready, go. I'm going to let them do it four times because that's how long it takes to establish something.
Just tell me that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all put your answers back and sit down. Now, I'm going to tell you, kids love that. Now, to take it a step farther, I would have had each of your groups notate their scripture song. Because when we come in next week, we would trade parts. And you would have to sight read your neighbor's group. And y'all, they look forward to that. Older children. Now, you can do that with younger children with two groups. Maybe three, depending on like that third grader. But with uh, older children, you want to have at least three, maybe four groups. And uh, if you don't have enough instruments, remember, one group could be a percussion group. It doesn't have to all be melodic instruments. Uh, one group could be on the piano. And you just mark the pentatonic note. You follow me? So, you know, use whatever you've got. You know, you could take one of those little keyboards and mark the pentatonic notes that you're going to use. This takes children into a whole new level of creating and harmony and setting. And then you can let them, like, choose scripture verses. Like, sometimes I send them a card during the week and just a subject on, like, um, giving. And bring, bring scripture verses on giving, and we'll pick some for our anthem. You know, we create anthems. <laughs> um, but you see how easy this is working within a pentatonic scale. And don't always work in C, you know, work in some of the other keys. G is a very nice key to work in. It's just that with most of the boom whackers and all the C is just, you know, you've got more notes that fit if you've got many accidentals. But um, C and F, you don't have the accidental because the B flat comes out when you mark out the number four. So F's okay to work in. Um, any questions about that? Does everybody still want to go back and duplicate that? Um, I cannot tell you what that did for my choir when I started releasing some of the ownership to the children a number of years ago and let them start creating. Um, we have created professionals and sometimes you can just create that. Uh, um, I, we don't have time to do it. But like these are some pentatonic hands, and you can just play the pentatonic. And I'll tell you what we did last year, or the year before. Um, this was those have it on the mountain. It's pentatonic, so you take out that little one note at the end of the.
Mark out four and seven. Mark out ten, my belt, fifteen, tighten your hands. Um, this is just a way to really get them involved and creative. Another way is to come forward. So we're going to do this quickly before she leaves. Grab your four sheets. Now, by the way, I'm giving this out to you because this is what all of my children have in their folder. And uh, both younger and older children, as soon as the children know your letters, which, you know, they all know them now, first grade, yes, first grade and kindergarten, um, they can start doing this themselves. Do not take these out. Do not set the cords out for them every time. Uh, now, you can do a little spoon setting in first or third, but by fourth or fifth, oh, my goodness, that's in their folder, and they've got to figure it out themselves. Uh, so what we're going to do now is go find some cords, and we're going to play some. <coughs> um, same thing. You may be able to keep what you've got there. We're going to do something quick. Um, I should stay in here, too, shouldn't I? Oh, I did. My bad. <laughs> Oh dear, y'all will just have to go find them again. I was trying to find something in the kids too so we wouldn't let everything come to TLS like I did. Um, oh, well, I just printed you two anyway. Everybody, um, we'll go to the kids' house. Um, yeah, we knew this was too silly. Okay. Uh, this Y'all, this half is going to be the C7 cord. What notes are on the C7? All right. Y'all go each find something. And now, Lord, let me explain about the cord business real quick. You know, I'm in a family, and our last name is McElroy, so we're the McElroy family, okay? I'm going to be out of here in one minute. Sydney, maybe. Um, <laughs> McElroy family. We have a guy named Thomas. We have a guy named Tom. You can't put them. Oh, there you. Oh, don't, don't put them up. She's always the wrong one. You've got to take this one. Oh. Well, we'll be okay. Somebody can play the organ or something. Anyway, <laughs> in the McElroy family, there's a Tommy, there's a Charlotte, there's a male, and there's a Chuck, but we're all in the McElroy family. Well, that's how chords are. So even in the F chord, you've got an F who's like the daddy, you know, F-A-C. And then y'all in the C7 chord, C's the daddy. They got fours here, and I have fours. C-E-G is last. So even though you're in the F chord, your name may be Mel or Chuck. You may be A or C. Y'all got my analogy here? Kids, get this. Okay. Everybody got to find an F and A or C. Y'all, C-E-G-B flat. Quickly and come back. Of anything you can find. Here is Alex down here.
Now, this session has been mainly about helping to free you up a little so that you can um, um, create a good system. And be willing for it not to sound good. But you know, sometimes they'll create something and I'll say, do y'all like the way that sounds? And they'll decide they don't because they think it doesn't. So it's not like um, it's a sheer driver bomb. Um, I just, I'll, I'll tell you one of my most blessed moments um, years ago when I left the government. Years ago, probably 15 or so, just when I really, really began to use the Pentecost sales force program. I did this one night in choir and we did amazing things. And we had a little girl, unbeknownst to her, who had always had a church home and never had, but her grandmother had a church. She went home and was, what we do was Pentecost sale last night. Her mom called me, who I told her which notes to write that night. She came in the next week, never had a clean left since her mother, and had the most beautiful little arrangement of a Bacchanal. And went on after that, somebody paid for her to come back. But all we had to do was give her a little something. If you need to go, go. We're going to have to pair and you need to go to the choir concert. Thank y'all. I'll be here all week. Um, if you ever, if you have a question, if there's something in another session you want me to cover, let me know and I'll do it. Dear Father, thank you for giving us the gift of creating music. Not only of repeating it and doing it by rote, but of letting it swell up in our creating it and giving a gift to you. Thank you for the gift that you've given us to be able to sing and when you gave us music to be able to try to do that. And we pray for that. Thank y'all. If you have time, stick your instrument up. If not, just go. Thank you again for listening to this podcast. To learn more about the Alleluia Conference, visit us online at www.baylor.edu slash alleluia.